like when cheating comes up a lot of the time we hear this like oh i had a feeling so i looked at her phone or his phone care. or whatever mm -hmm. if you have the feeling you should be looking at their messages like just trust your feeling and break up with them you don't need proof and how can you possibly stay with them in the first place yeah. if you've now gone and violated their privacy by doing this. I mean, yeah. the relationship is over, <laughs> you know, yeah, either way. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are breakup coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken hearts, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Welcome, welcome to a highly anticipated episode of The X-Files, at oh. least from my clients have been asking for it for months now. So Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually, I don't know if I realized that. I love so much that we have such different things going on in our practices yeah. sometimes because I have, I've helped people with cheating related things, but I mm -hmm. don't know that I've had it requested. So interesting. Yeah. Well, here you go. Claire's clients. We're, yeah. we're here for you. <laughs> shout, shout them out. Um, but yeah, we are excited to dive into this. And I think we hesitated for a while because like we um, a lot of times we speak from personal experience and Mary. we don't really have much personal experience in this area yeah. um at least to our knowledge we were laughing about it we're like i mean it could have happened but we don't know right um, it hasn't played a role in our breakups exactly. again that we are aware of yeah <laughs> so. that we know about. um but yeah in the research for this lots of really interesting stuff came out and so yeah. our intentions oh I was just going to say also it's, it has come up in my practice a lot. And so I've been able to coach people through it. So I, yeah. I now feel confident talking about it, but yeah, that was my hesitation before that. I didn't yeah. have personal stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so our intentions with this are to kind of give, um, like a broad overview of cheating and then dive a little bit into like how you start regaining your confidence after the fact if you've been cheated on because that's usually mm -hmm. where um people are requesting assistance um but just like fyi we do see ourselves coming back to this in the future yeah. um i think there are some books we'll mention that i haven't read yet that I think are changing the the conversation about um, cheating a little bit, especially around women cheating um, versus like the uh, kind of stereotypes of like men being these. He won't leave his wife. Rakes. <laughs> yeah. you know? He and, won't leave his wife because it's mm -hmm. like his, her birthday next month and things have been hard. Or I whatever, mean, that is know? common, more common than you yeah. would think. But yes, definitely. It's uh, it, 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 everyone does it. It's not. Yeah. Just a, a so everyone thing. does it. But yeah. So basically our intentions are this is like an introduction to cheating yeah. um, and we'll we'll build on it from here. But first, we want to invite you to our very first event. We are so exciting, excited, and it's exciting. Um, so it will actually be on Valentine's Day. Um, we wanted to offer something for anyone who 
doesn't have plans that day and they're kind of not looking forward to it, we want to give you something to look forward to. And we're making it part hangout, part live Q&A recording. So, you know, don't worry, you don't have to have your voice on the podcast, um, but you can drop your questions beforehand or in the chat while we are having the event. And we Mm -hmm. will answer them with you and be able to like do follow up questions as well, because I know that's, you know, you can't talk back to the podcast, but we want to give you the chance to yeah, talk back to come hang out with us yeah. let's chat about your breakup yeah or a date if you have a dating question a personal yes. growth question a moving on a self-care question. Yeah. question yes uh yeah any any of that and yes i do yeah. want to make sure that we we emphasize that we will be you know respecting everyone's privacy yes but you will have a chance to interact directly with us yeah yeah we won't be like you know all saying like f you mike for screwing with her heart caroline from <laughs> la would like to know <laughs> here are a bunch of identifying uh features um no we won't be doing that we'll be keeping it very yes. um you know uh you won't be able to tell who is asking these questions or where mm-hmm. they are or whatever so yeah um so it's going to be february 14th 8 p.m eastern that is 6 p.m mountain standard time Mm -hmm. 5 p.m pacific time i know it's a monday but you guys you know if you want to come pacific time like i you know if you want to come in a little late maybe if you get off at five like I think we've we've planned out an hour and a half. So yeah. you know, if you're worried about making it on time, DM us and we can like come up. <laughs> we'll with figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but we were trying to make it work for most of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, actually, this is gonna work for our friends down under as well. Yes, because um, it's gonna. Of friends down yes, under. it's going to be at a good, at a good time for a lot of for a lot of people. And you know what? It is actually Valentine's Day, so yes. I love Valentine's Day, and it super bums me out when I hear people say that you know it sucks because you know you're not with someone, or it sucks being single on Valentine's Day. And so you know we want to be there for you, and also help you to maybe like create some new Valentine's memories so that you can yeah. actually look forward to it in the future, regardless if you're with someone. Or not exactly yeah so you are invited if you are a current or past client um mm-hmm. we do have a discount code that will give you you know free entry if you aren't <laughs> a current client or a past client it's ten dollars and you can find the link in any of our instagram bios we're literally about to drop it into our instagram bios so yep. Yeah, come say hi. And, you know, we'll have the, I think the second half of it, we won't be recording and we'll have more of a hangout where we can chat and everything. So yeah, we're really excited. (laughs) I'm just, I'm so stoked. Um, I, you know, I can't wait to meet more of our listeners. So come join us. Yes, come join us. All right, right. cheating. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's our filler word. Sorry, world. All All right, right. go Claire. (laughs) So cheating. Um, So we we said before, we don't have much experience with cheating. Um, My experience with cheating is being accused of cheating. Um, So I've talked a, a bit about my toxic ex who I call him that because I was 
worried about calling him emotionally abusive because I wasn't sure if it counted. But after our uh, episode with Ruth Glenn yeah. during Domestic Violence Awareness Month, she was like, yeah, that that's abuse. Well, and um, also the story you're about to tell is sketchy as fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. Okay. In Janice's <laughs> humble opinion. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so I was accused of cheating after I broke up with him. Um, his proof was from hacking my Facebook accounts um, and reading a chat where I was telling my best friend that I wasn't happy in the relationship um, because of all the emotional abuse, but I didn't realize what it was at, a at the time. I was just kind of like listing it out. And that, like, I had kind of a wake-up moment because a cute guy in one of my classes had done something really nice for me. Oh and I was like, oh, my God, my boyfriend has never done anything like that yeah. for me ever. And this is just, you know, basically a stranger just did something nice. Um, and the nice thing that he did was getting me, so, like, some extra lab materials so I didn't lose points in class because my materials were coming in the mail and they were running late and I was going to lose points. Um, and he was, you know, a procrastinator, so he was getting his stuff, like, right then, and he just came back with two of what everyone needed. Yeah, that's really nice. very considerate and definitely the type of thing that you would kind of just want to assume a partner yeah. would kind of do here and there yeah mm -hmm. like exactly. it's kind of the simple, simple it's the simple thing yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um you know and like compare that to my boyfriend at the time who like Christmas came my parents have a funny sense of humor so they gave me a giant coin jar that they oh just yeah collecting I remember this. um and he convinced me that half of it was his <laughs> even so though it was weird. just for me yeah it's so, <laughs> so weird yeah you know so okay. he would never just like put up the money for like a 15 dollar lab supply you know mm, um yeah. <laughs> anyway that's beside the point but okay. <laughs> after i broke up with him so that's what the conversation that he saw in my facebook account was i mentioned that this guy was cute and he did something nice for me and he was like you're a cheater 100 percent mm. um mm. even though first of all you shouldn't be hacking my facebook no uh, everyone no this is not okay i don't care how justified you are yeah. i cannot believe how widespread it so quickly became to read people's facebook messages yeah and i've i talked to so many people who say that they've done it and no you got no <laughs> you yeah do that to someone i guess and as someone yeah. who's had it happen a couple a few times and who's never done it i can't imagine feeling yeah. like that is okay but yeah where's the conversation around him completely violating your privacy yeah. that's hacking into your account that is yeah I even mean, if it was yeah. already up you're accessing yeah. someone's account that's not yours it's hacking yeah <laughs> I mean, that was definitely not the worst thing he did. He also hacked my school account and dropped my classes twice. So, so I mean, he was crazy. Um, but <laughs> I was accused of cheating after the fact. And he kind of just like relentlessly spread it within our friend group. And, you know, I just uh, really distanced myself from everyone because like no one was safe after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure like reading that chat, like hurt my ex's feelings because you know like obviously no one would want to read that you know your partner found someone else cute or that they weren't happy in the relationship 
or that they were comparing your current boyfriend to someone else. But for me, I don't see that as cheating. <laughs> like, I think that's more like processing emotions with my longtime best friend, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's the thing about private messages. I yeah. mean, as you know, I had, <laughs> I mean, I've had a couple of people hack my account, including an employer. And I was speaking with another coworker about how miserable we were yeah. and how awful she was and it's like yes no one wants to read that about themselves (laughs) but I mean it's a private conversation I mean everyone complains about work yeah you know and and it just it doesn't even matter we don't even have to sit here and justify it the way that we are you should never look at someone's private messages yeah you shouldn't Mm -hmm. and I think um like when cheating comes up a lot of the time we hear this like oh I had a feeling so I looked at her phone or his phone or whatever Mm -hmm. I think both of us are on that page. We're like, if you have the feeling you should be looking at their messages, like just trust your feeling and break up with them. You don't need proof. Like the only reason you need to break up with someone is because you don't want to be with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you I don't mean, need looking... to like hang them with their words or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, I, I mean, and how can you possibly stay with them in the first place yeah. if you've now gone and violated their privacy by doing this i mean yeah. the relationship is over <laughs> you know, yeah either way. exactly like it's over <laughs> and i think that's like a justification a lot of the time it's like well you know i didn't uh i it was okay to break his trust because like i knew at that point it was over and it's like no maybe just don't um you know you can you can have your suspicions or whatever or you can find things out other ways don't go like going through messages um i just think it's bad juju it's bad karma you don't you know you wouldn't want someone doing that to you so you know yeah i think Um, i think we've we've made ourselves abundantly clear i hope that we haven't left anything up to a question yeah um (laughs) but on the on the subject of like um experiencing cheating for me the only other thing is with the same person he slid into my dms about like maybe a year and a half or two years ago and started like complaining about his girlfriend at the time um, and immediately deleting the messages after I read <laughs> what them. What a piece of work. Yeah, man. he's a piece of work. So that <laughs> I so there's a difference between my um, talking to my best friend who's completely platonic. We're both straight. There's no romantic future there. Um, I don't think that going to an ex, especially one that you've made it very clear that you are like, like uh, kind of obsessed with weirdly, like I don't think going and complaining about your current partner to someone who like potentially could like, I mean, obviously it's not going to happen with me, but like in his eyes, like has romantic potential. Like, I think that is like that's getting close to cheating yeah right? but still i would i i don't i can't say because i as we're gonna keep on coming back to i just i really think it has to do with what the agreement around you was with yeah with his partner you know I was mean, he saying that you guys weren't talking was you know I, I would i would have to come back to yeah what they both thought <clears throat> what they had agreed upon yeah i mean i just have a feeling she didn't agree upon him 
I would I would strongly suspect you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that was that is my my experience with cheating. (laughs) Um, And like I want to read, um, you know, if you listeners beat me to it, um, I've had these books both highly recommended, especially I'm especially excited about Untrue, Why Nearly Everything We Believe About Women, Lust, and Infidelity is Wrong, and How New Science Can Set Us Free. Very interesting. It's by Wednesday Martin. And Sex at Dawn, How We Mate, Why We Stray, and What That Means for Modern Relationships by yeah. Christopher Ryan, which I think you've read. Yeah, no, so yeah. that I it's on my list. So maybe oh, we should start it. it at the same time. Wow, yeah, I, I told you about this a couple weekends ago. Um, so yeah, yeah, let's get it and and read it. Okay. All right, we'll read it, we'll <laughs> we'll report back. Um, so Janice, mm-hmm. what have you experienced firsthand or secondhand with cheating well so not a lot as I said I don't believe I don't know that it has played a role in any of my breakups um I've definitely had breakups that were still very messy but not that it didn't play a factor so I don't have um that many personal experiences um I do have um a story that I'm going to share in this episode that does have to do a little bit with um, non non monogamy and my experience in you know polyamorous relationships. Um, so that I think that's going to be interesting, and it's really making the point that I think was important to you to make yeah. that you, this actually doesn't really have anything to do with monogamy or polyamory. Yeah. Um, even in polyamorous relationships, it all comes down to agreements that you have with with all of your partners. Um, so yeah, I just want to yeah. just want to point that point that out. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, like I also said, I have worked with a lot of people really, really early on in my coaching. I had people approach me who had either cheated um, or been cheated on. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely know the dynamics and I'm looking forward to getting into it. Yeah. All right. So what is cheating? Like we kind of started trying to piece this Mm -hmm. apart. Um, I mean, there are situations that are irrevocably cheating, but there are some areas that people can debate. Oh yeah. They, and they do for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and so when it comes to irre- irrevocably cheating, what is that to you? So for me, um, I think that would be like physically sleeping with someone else when you're in a monogamous relationship. I mm-hmm. think that that is... I mean, you can't really make an argument for that not being cheating. <laughs> like you're endangering some, not just someone's emotions, but like you're, you're, you're basically, um, I know in polyamory, you have like fluid bonded partners, right? So like, yes. that would be like unawares you're forcing your partner who thinks she's just sleeping with you she's now fluid bonded possibly with someone she doesn't even know and she's not aware of it's like dangerous physically like we gotta have safe sex guys um and cheating (laughs) typically uh uh, endangers that Mm -hmm. practice of safe sex so yeah so that for me i'd be like yeah that's cheating like 
no, I don't think anyone could argue that it's not. But this is one thing that you've come up with, and we're going to talk, talk more about this and, you know, communication with partners and and Uh everything and why it's really not a black and white issue at all, which is what I kind of love about this. Um, you know, for instance, this whole talking to someone thing. Yeah. So talking to someone, I think, um, okay. So talking with someone, obviously it gets into what you're talking about and who Mm. you're talking with. Um, I think if you are telling someone who's not your partner that you uh, love them in a romantic way, even if you've never even touched each other, mm-hmm. um, like I think that's emotional cheating. Um, mm-hmm. If they're, you know, if they're under the impression that they're the only one you are romantically involved with, mm-hmm. um, you can't be having, you know, a a like a internet romance on the side like <laughs> yep and we're gonna talk about that yeah <laughs> for sure um but then you know like then you get into like oh well i've never like expressed feelings we just you know we're friends but like sometimes we kind of flirt back and forth but it's just like the thing we do as friends well like would you do that in front of your partner yeah that's really what it comes down to. i feel like that's what would um like you're doing something wrong if yeah. you wouldn't do those same things in front of your partner. Or if mm-hmm. you did, uh, your partner would be upset, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, so I think, yeah. And I be- just wanna point out that this whole talking to someone thing, um, this is a really hot, it's a big, big issue. I asked yeah. in the Facebook group if anyone wanted to share their experiences of cheating and <laughs> not surprisingly, not very many people did, but yeah. one of our <laughs> active members said, you know, that was kind of why his last relationship had, had broken up mm-hmm. and that his, his partner had just been continuing to, uh, to talk with someone that he, you know, had insisted things weren't romantic with, mm-hmm. but that, you know, it kind of came through that it, that it it was romantic and that it was also sexual and oh dear you know the partner kept on saying that he was going to stop and he and he didn't and really what it what it comes down to is you're you're being lied to and that's what I think is much more the problem rather than yeah. you know the act itself is is a line and and the betrayal and that is going to be different for every single couple yeah yeah that's true yeah so what I'm getting down to is that cheating is anything outside the agreed upon terms of the relationship. (laughs) Yeah. And this is different for everyone. This is why you got to talk to your partners, people. Yeah. You can cheat, um, for instance, in a polyamorous relationship by breaking the agreements about who you have relationships and encounters with. And the one experience that I kind that I kind of have is when I was living in Australia, there was someone interested in me who was in an open relationship mm-hmm. and he pursued me pretty hard. And, you know, he would, he would message me quite a bit. I was living in Bali at the time. And so, you know, when he would message me, we would talk and, um, he, he it was a lot, I have to yeah. say. Um, but you know, I kind of thought it was nice. I was alone over there. And so then at, at one point he actually came to me, um, one day and said that, his part, his primary partner had been growing, you know, like increasingly annoyed with how often he was messaging me and how much time, um, you know, that he spent texting back and forth with me because, you know, to them, this was outside, I guess their, their agreement, which I I mean, I didn't take it on as a, 
you know, personally, because I didn't, you know, know yeah. this. I wasn't asking him to pursue me, yeah. <laughs> but really, um, in their relationship, he was, they had agreed that he would have sexual encounters with people, but not kind of cross over the line to getting as emotionally involved yeah. as, you know, she was, um, perceiving our connection to be. Um, that's not, um, how I <laughs> felt about it, but you know, so that this was outside of their agreement and she was fully within her right. And yeah, we kind of throttled back a little bit. Should we yeah. take a quick break to talk about one of our podcast buddies? Yes. All right. Bitches, witches, and queers is a podcast by life coach, Christina Carlson, and dives into the intimacies and spiritual practices of thought leaders, healers, and creatives to find insight on what spirituality means to different people. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. I love it. Um, so Christina herself is an ex-Christian and approaches this subject with openness and creativity. And I happen to know this for a fact because I was on her show back in August to discuss my sordid history, both growing up Mormon and leaving slash running (laughs) running. from the faith. Um, So if anyone is interested, the episode's titled Cut Off from Mormonism with Janice Formichella. Mm-hmm. And I can absolutely promise you, she's a great interviewer. And one thing that makes her a great interviewer is that she's a great coach. I've worked with Christina. She's yeah. wonderful. I highly recommend this show. Anyone interested in personal growth, um, you know, spirituality and um, personal development. Yeah. I listened to the episode that featured you, Janice, and like, I learned things about you that I didn't even know after, you know, at that point like eight or nine months of basically talking to you every day. Uh, so yeah, Christina's a great interview. It's a great show. And we're, we're really excited to be making, I mean, we knew her before the podcast, but you know, making podcast friends out there. And we know that you guys, uh, this is not the only podcast you listen to. Uh, so you are welcome to check out everything else in the world. Oh, for sure. And there's room for everyone people that we'd love to share with you. So check her out on Instagram as well. She has a really fun feed. Yeah. All right. Let's (laughs) all right. Um, that's okay. It's going to become a joke now. We're going to make merch with all right. (laughs) Um, even though you guys don't know this, but I cut out a lot of all rights. Um, but I'm going to stop because I think it's just our thing now. We've gotten better. (laughs) We've gotten better, but we've also got, um, become more aware of it as well. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're having, having fun with it. So let's get back into cheating. (laughs) I really want to stress, stress, stress that so much of this comes down to the importance of defining the relationship talks. Yeah. I mean, there is so much discussion about what constitutes actual cheating. And so you have to have conversations with your fucking partner. Which (laughs) are hard and not normalized. But that's where the cheating comes in is when someone violates the conversation that you've had in the agreement that you made with them. And so you have to constantly be having these conversations. You know, I am really surprised about how much the issue of talking to someone's ex comes up. I like for me, you know, 
don't think that would possibly bother me, but I would probably, you (laughs) know, you have to have, you would have conversations about this. You cannot, you know, read anyone's mind and, um, really you can't, yeah, you're just, you just have to do it. So, yeah. And I think as you're go ahead, just to like, um, I think one of the reactions to that statement might be that like people who do the things that are in the gray area, they know, and they're purposely not bringing it up because they know that their partner would likely find it unacceptable. And so they're kind of just doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. With well, that I, kind of get out of jail card of being like, well, we never defined that as a thing, you know? True. So I think what I would say to that is that if that's if that's the case, because yeah, I guess you can't talk about every scenario, you know, yeah. scenario <laughs> and possibility. But when you start trying to keep it a secret, yeah, and or you start feeling guilty about it, then I think actually you're not even in a gray area. I think you're over yeah into the, you're over into the, the black okay but yeah I just think in general though to prevent some of this and um having conversations ongoing about what you both expect out of the relationship and out of your partner is so important for instance one of the last person I dated in Australia we had both had poly backgrounds uh-huh but then when we came together he you know flat out said you know, for at least the first, however long it was, I want us to be sexually ex- exclusive. Yeah. And I agreed to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, like, it was probably uncomfortable for him and, but you know, we had to, we had to talk it through. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you're, if you're uncomfortable bringing something up, like, like, yes, it's uncomfortable and we're not taught how to have these conversations and we're typically haven't had much practice having those conversations mm-hmm. like the first few times you bring it up. But, you know, it is important and I think it it will change like the landscape of dating if yeah. this does become normalized. Um, yeah. yeah. And even if it doesn't work out with you guys, um, like chances are you've created a ripple effect and they're going to like approach their next relationships yeah. by oh, being like open that's and such a good saying point. these things. Yeah. Um, I'd actually love us to do an episode on define the relationship coming up Yeah, um, because I think it's so important. Um, and I actually came up yes. with a list last night um, on things that would probably be in the gray area unless okay. you talked about them. All right. Ooh, what are those? So looking at porn, Some are going to say yes. Some are going to say no. All right. Being a fans only subscriber. Oh, yeah. A fans only subscriber. Mm -hmm. Is that our off brand way of saying it? I think it's only fans. Oh, I want to make (laughs) sure. Maybe it's like there's a copyright infringement. No, I want to make sure. We're saying fans only. No, sex with Emily. No, she talks about it all the time. Okay. Okay, Only fans. Only fans. Okay. Clearly, I'm not on it. Clearly, I'm not on it, but I do know that. Not subscribing to (laughs) only fans. So um, another one is flirting. Yep. Some people yeah. would say that's cheating. I'm a huge flirt. I do not think it is. Um, but again, I, mean, I would, I would be talking flirting, with my partners even, about it. Though. Exactly. So then that's the next thing. Well, then what yeah. constitutes flirting? Got to talk about it. Yeah. Having a dating profile. Oh, yeah. That, mm, that's going on a date. And then a follow up to that. What even constitutes a date? 
You know, what if you went oh. out to dinner with someone, you know, you could, anyways, you got to talk about it. Getting someone's <sighs> number, yeah, meeting with an ex or communicating with an ex. So these, I think are all things that you could have conversations with your current partners about and then agree what the expectation is. Yeah. Um, I read multiple studies that surveyed people, monogamous, um, straight people <laughs> about mm-hmm. the various acts that they, that they believe would or would not constitute cheating. And so, and you've got, um, for instance, like rating something on a scale of one to 10, that it's cheating or not. Mm-hmm. And besides sexual intercourse inside of an exclusive relationship, there was a huge range of opinions, um, yeah. about what constitute cheating with a lot of the opinions, like in the five area. So for instance, kissing, um, thinking about someone sitting on someone else's lap. Yeah. There was a wide range of opinions. And so this is why it's hard to come on and say, what is cheating? Um, because it's also hard for us to come on and say what's on someone else's mind. (laughs) You know, um, it's really specific to each relationship and it has to be discussed. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> the wheels are turning. I, can I mean, <laughs> I, I had never considered that some people wouldn't consider kissing cheating um, yeah. or yeah. sitting on someone's lap. I feel like. See, uh, see and for intimate. me, I'm like sitting on someone's lap. Who cares? <laughs> oh, <laughs> honestly, I was like, oh, I was surprised they even put that in there. But yeah, I think sitting on someone's lap was like in the six or seven. But for me, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would bother me, but weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was like, I was the only, if I was like the lightest person in a car and we needed to squeeze <laughs> in and I had to sit on someone's lap, like, but I would never go and like plop on someone's lap. Um, and also if my boyfriend was in the car, I would sit on his lap. See, this is just the perfect you know, example yeah. of how opinions are so different on this. If I walked yeah. into a room and I have walked into a room and seen someone sitting on my boyfriend's lap, it, <gasps> I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I'm just like, they're hanging out. I don't. Daggers. So to me, I guess daggers that. Thrown. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess to me, I mean, that just also, doesn't I seem that intimate. Let that happen too. Well, because I think that you and your partner have a a understanding and agreement about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So very interesting. Mm -hmm. No, this is really good. Um, Yeah. I think, uh, wow. I mean, I think a lot of this is going to surprise like most of the I think things that okay. surprise some people are going to not surprise others but I think like cumulatively mo- almost everything probably could surprise someone like because everyone's opinion is so different but yep. yeah yep. I was surprised about those um <laughs> so why do people cheat like so we've 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 talked about how it's hard to define um yeah. but why do people cheat um first of all both men and women cheat at about the same rate um, the lifetime prevalence of infidelity is approximately 20 to 25% of marriages. So, you know, marriage is looking kind yeah. of, if 50% of them end in divorce and 20 to 25% of them involve cheating, it's, uh, 
you know. Um, anyway, <laughs> marriage ain't looking so good. It's just, to you know, it's funny. I completely agree with you. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. this thing that people strive for in our society typically. And mm-hmm. um really it's not all it's, it's cut out to be. Yeah, it's just like dating, except there's more money and legal fees involved. Um, so um that was from a 2017 study by fincham and may in the current opinion in psychology so um there was also um a study published in journal of sex and marital therapy if you want to talk about the that go ahead okay so um it's called what do people do say and feel when they have affairs associations between extra dynamic and fidelity motives with behavioral emotional and sexual outcomes So this was a 2020 study. Mm -hmm. The investigation included 495 people, 87.9% identified as heterosexual. So there's that. Um, And they asked, why did you do it? And analysis revealed there's eight key reasons. So anger, self-esteem issues, lack of love or falling out of love um a different study selterman and co in 2019 called it falling out of love while while this one called it lack of love um low commitment need for variety neglect sexual desire and the situation or circumstance just like yeah happened to happen i guess Uh um (laughs) (laughs) When, if it happened to yeah. happen though i would say that that could that would be a lack of commitment really yeah because things just don't happen <laughs> yeah you're not like yeah like i think it's like the typical idea is like a business trip and you just you know you're drinking at the bar and one thing leads to another and it's like no one thing doesn't lead to another like i have had nights when i've drank a lot and i've never gotten to the point where i would like hook up with someone random and cheat on Mm -hmm. my partner like i'm in control at least i'm not in control of my balance but i'm not like falling with my (laughs) vagina on something you know like i'm not falling onto someone's dick so i don't know yeah i i agree um have you heard the esther perel ted talk on infidelity oh my god um it's 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 good while i think she talks about how often people cheat um slash have sexual intercourse and exclusive relationships Mm -hmm. because you know they're trying to um make up for something that they see lacking in their life yeah Mm -hmm. often yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah it's sad esther perel does like really great research on this i actually there was a book i can't remember the name of it but i should add it to my list maybe in captivity Mating in captivity. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's now going to be on my list as well for <laughs> um, I guess I, number two. <laughs> her, her approach, though, I guess goes into our very next topic, which is can you recover from it? Yes. And she is very pro recovery. And I would yeah. say I'm not really on that side of things. But yeah, yeah. she does interesting research. Yeah, sure. it, it is interesting. I've, I've heard several podcasts with her on it. Um, like there there's one on girls gotta eat yeah i listened to that yeah and Mm -hmm. you know like she's she's pro recovery to a point she's like if you've tried everything and you still Mm -hmm. just feel like you can't forgive this like yeah then it's time yes yes for sure yeah um so she's not like 
do or die with it, but mm. she is very much giving people the chance, which leads to our next question. What mm. do you think, Janice, can a relationship recover from cheating? So I would say that if you are listening to this podcast and cheating played a factor in your breakup that you are now struggling with, let's keep on moving forward. Yeah, I, I would say I think that it's very unlikely, but I also don't think that you should go back and forth with a partner regardless of the reason of mm -hmm. the breakup. And I would say, yeah, especially, especially cheating, especially um, cheating. yeah, inside the bonds of marriage. If you know, you just immediately decide to try and work it out, you know, that's, that's your prerogative. But as far yeah. as breakups go and what I know of our audience, um, I, I would say maybe give it a pass. <laughs> oh yeah. This is flashing me back to last year's Valentine's day episode. Uh, remember the glamorous older lady in Valentine's day who after oh like God. 50 years finally told her husband that she had cheated on him, uh, while he so was many on business in, in their twenties. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So first so, of all, I want to, I'm wondering if maybe we can re-release that episode because yeah. that was a really good happy hour episode. Let's I mean, we were it. laughing and yeah, I, I remember particularly when we were talking about that part where she goes flying through the crowd, she looking flying for her partner. Through <laughs> right. I mean, look, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a very, very unique and specific situation, but you know, yeah. they decided then and there that they were going to, to work it out and possibly they they did but um yeah. I don't think that her jilted husband was listening to X-Files because he was struggling with their breakup yeah <laughs> I mean also the whole movie took place over 24 hours and it's a movie um oh so so many things are coming back to me we oh we gotta re-release that gotta I wanna, re I'm gonna listen yeah. to it it was okay. so good <laughs> so yeah I agree I say no because like I think that um, you have more than just one person that you're going to click with really well. Um, and I want the best for you. And I think like no matter why someone cheated, it points to lacks in the relationship that we're there with or without the cheating. Um, the cheating is kind of like the symptom and you're not like even looking at the cause yeah um it's a huge yeah well, there's a huge lack of respect yeah. <laughs> that your partner has for you is what i would say yeah like let's look at all like all the different reasons like i don't want you to be with someone who fell out of love with you i don't want to be have you be with someone who doesn't feel committed to you who's acting out of anger towards you or whose self-esteem causes them to do such hurtful things or who like acts out instead of sharing that they're feeling neglected and that they want something more in your relationship, like more attention, more time, more cuddles, yeah. more acts of service, like whatever it is, like none of those things I think are a good relationship. It just happened to be that, um, this was the that straw it. that broke <laughs> like, back sort of you know? Thing. Yeah. So you know, I think it's very possible to regain trust in your next relationship and have healthy relationships moving on. And, you know, I don't think that it's like over for the person who cheated as well, but I think they lost their chance with you, you know? Yep. Love like, it. wow, sucks to suck. Like, yeah. 
you, you there's lost consequences your yeah yeah, yeah like sure. whatever if that was the one true love of your life then like mm -hmm. you fucked it up like i'm sorry but <laughs> I like your approach and, you know, don't just listen to our opinions on this. There is, there are numbers. All right. Yeah. The outcome of participants, primary relationship depended more upon the motivations behind cheating than the fact it happened. Mm. If the motivator rose from anger, lack of love, low commitment, neglect, the relationship was more likely to end circumstantial infidelity gave the best chance for couples to stay together. That surprises me, yeah. but uh, all right. In a turn of events, only one in five of relationships ended because of the affair. The number of couples um, stayed together despite their primary partner knowing and slightly more stayed together and their primary partner never knew. The remaining relationships broke up for non-cheating reasons. Yeah. And relationships don't typically come out of cheating. <laughs> yeah which so, I love this only one out of 10 of affairs evolved into a committed relationship yeah um like I think that can be one of the things I, I hear about I guess fairly frequently like enough that it's a thing mm -hmm. um where it's like yeah and they're still with the girl and it's just like or guy or whatever like they're still with the person they cheated on me with and it's yeah. hurting me to see that and it's like uh, first it's of temporary all, it's look and it's mm -hmm. temporary yeah. it will definitely not work out he's mm -hmm. definitely not treating her any differently than he treated you and if he is it's because they're still in like the love bombing yeah. whatever it really phase, yeah. you know it really doesn't really doesn't matter um, yeah. But yeah, as far as long-term success goes, mm -hmm. uh, yes, it's it's very unlikely. Yeah. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? Or no? no. no. Yeah. No. I personally know I have some close friends who have done it for these various motivations, yeah. who have gone on to have wonderful relationships and who learned from it and, yeah. um, and, and used it to become a better partner in the future with someone yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. So that's not what we're saying with like relationships don't come out of cheating. We're saying like the people who are doing the cheating, like they're not probably going to end up together. <laughs> like, right. Um, yeah. So if, you know, if you're, if you've been in this situation, maybe you have done the cheating and it was like an emotional cheating and you're like hoping that, that actually like, you're just going to like, you know, uh, go hop from one relationship to the next, like it's not going to work out that way, yeah. like in all likelihood. So if you've the one, the one who has done yeah. the cheating, you know, there's lots of opportunities for you to learn about your patterns and to become better in the future, you know, yeah. learn to communicate better next and, time and like and learn think to express about, your needs. Yeah. Do the self-development and work to, to question why you feel like you can't be single because mm. I think that's what a lot of what it comes down to sometimes is like this, uh, like, like you, you kind of start a new thing when, when you're in something because like being alone is scary. That is so true. And I do think that that is subconsciously why a lot of people do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. They don't want to leave their relationship because um, the, the void, the unknowing of being single is so terrifying yeah. for people. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. So mm -hmm. anyway, we're going to work on that.
Um, Yeah. So like those stats are crazy. Over 50% of them broke up for non-cheating reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if you dig down and really think about your ended relationship, chances are there were other things going wrong on both sides that may have contributed to the cheating, but honestly could have and should have been relationship enders in themselves. Um, You know, and I think, yeah, you know, like, just just instead of focusing so much like if you're the person who's been left and you've been cheated on and you're like my confidence is so shot right now let's like take the emphasis off of the fact like oh they cheated on me and instead be this relationship wasn't that good in the first place they mm-hmm. just happen to also cheat on all the other things that makes me not want to be in that relationship yes like yeah yeah i mean we talk about cheating as just being you know the this one catastrophic thing that happens in relationships, but you know, it's the same as any betrayal. It you know, you're, yeah. you're having completely clashing priorities and yeah. it's not, the relationship isn't functional if you have different priorities or yeah. if one, one person completely lacks respect for the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the words of Olivia Rodrigo, you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. Um, <laughs> completely. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. So how to regain trust mm-hmm. uh, when you're in your next relationship or yes. you're dating again mm-hmm. after being cheated on? Like, first of all, just take your time. You know, that's and there's some wonderful wind chime tinkles in the background. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, like you, you don't have to jump right back into dating, obviously. Like I forgot to write this down, but you know, I think it just goes without saying at this point. Well, I'm going to talk about, um, oh, you're going to talk about tips, going slow slow tips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously if you try to dive back in like immediately, you're going to be struggling with a lot more confidence issues than you would if you took your time. So we'll go into going slow later, but you know, first off, like we've established this was not a perfect relationship. It wasn't like everything was fine. And then the cheating happened just like randomly out of the blue. Um, But yeah, like while we're going through this, like just know, like we may be talking about this, like we're cavalier and whatever, but um, it doesn't ease the sting of someone breaking your trust and putting your physical health at risk without your awareness. Like we get that that is very scary and upsetting and traumatizing and all of those things but you know we're trying to be like the voice of positivity and future casting and all of those things so yeah don't don't think we don't realize how hard it it takes work it it really takes takes so much work and I definitely get that and that's why we're saying go slow Mm -hmm. and one of the first things that you can do is learn kind of what how this has affected you the messages that you've started to take on and once you learn those you can learn how to not take this you know personally and not have not you know not wear it you know yeah so for instance looking at your new underlying beliefs about yourself and your cheating and the relationship and why you are now feeling insecure or why you are now feeling like you might not trust again. So for instance, I'm not attractive enough. Some people might think that, um, I can guarantee you that has nothing to do with it, but, um, I could see someone thinking that, um, people always cheat on me. Why wasn't I enough? If you can do the work to 
get to the bottom of your new beliefs, then you can work to overcome them. Yeah. And, you know, um, like just be cautiously optimistic and use discernment. So, you know, we're not saying like, no, try to revert back to your former self who like had no idea that this was even a possible thing that could happen to them. You know, like you have, um, like this is part of being wizened as an experienced person in the world now. Um, You do know that there are bad people out there and bad things can happen to you. And, you know, it'd be, it'd be crazy of us to be like, no, no one will ever cheat on you again. Like, hopefully not, but Mm -hmm. it is a possibility. There are people who are very good at lying, but you also have now had the experience of like possibly being in that relationship and having these little spidey senses that something's not right at the risk of confusing intuition and insecurity. Like, I do want to tell you your intuition is stronger now than it was before, or at least like you are better at recognizing when your intuition is speaking. So like if you are dating someone new and you're like, this is so weird, like I just feel really insecure about this and Mm -hmm. like I think it's me, it's just me projecting all my bad stuff on them. Um. There's a possibility that that's the case, but if you don't really know this person super well and you're already getting like bad insecurity vibes, like I'd encourage you to at least, you know, continue with the knowledge that, hey, I'm getting the spidey senses that I got with my ex cheating. Mm. That might just be me, but chances are it's not. You can either A, wait and see, or B, be like, no, I've seen this movie before. I don't want to go there. I don't care if maybe you aren't cheating on me. If you were making me feel like you're cheating all the time, that's probably not very enjoyable or like supportive relationship to be in in the first place, right? Like, what would you say about that, Janice? <laughs> um, I'm listening. I'm I'm seeing where you're going with this. Um, yeah, yeah. I completely, I do agree. And then I would also say that this might be a good way to, um, a good segue into going slow, yeah. um, both as far as taking, taking your time, getting, starting to date again, mm-hmm. you absolutely do not have to get into another relationship to mm-hmm. prove to yourself that you're over it to be, you know, to have quote moved on. I, and then once you do decide that you might want to date again, one way to, listen to your intuition as you go is to go slow with the person you're interested in. Mm -hmm. So people often ask, what does that mean? How can I go slow? And these are a few of our favorite tips. Um, Ooh, things that I actually talked about on my slowdown episode. First, wait a while, give yourself time for healing before you get right back out there. Yeah. I think that this is an especially good tip if you feel wounded from cheating, because that really knocks a lot of people off balance. So Mm -hmm. let, let the wounds heal. Take your time. Yeah. Take your time to build self-trust. Yeah. That I think is probably a big problem. If you've been cheated on, if you feel betrayed, you might be really second guessing yourself. And so, you know, take some time and build that back up. Yeah. And I love working with people on, on self-trust, you know, there's little things you can do little commitments that you can make to yourself every day that help to build this. Yeah. 
and then test the waters before fully committing to opening up this new dating chapter of your life. Mm-hmm. Go on two dates. If you don't like it, you can wait a, a while and then try it again. Yeah. Once you meet someone, space out the actual dates. That was just yeah. a very practical thing that you can do. Yeah. And I think a lot of this too is like watching the other person's reaction to you taking yes. it slow. Yes. Because if someone's like, no, I want to see you all the time every day, like, yeah. like completely. Whoa there, Nelly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And same with, um, Oh, being open about wanting to take it slow. So that's exactly yeah. what Claire is saying. You know, this is a good opportunity to try out your communication skills yeah. that you hopefully decided to strike them because of your experience, you know, mm-hmm. use your words, tell everybody, you tell the person you're interested in that you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, want, want to take your time, get to know each other yeah. and, um, spacing out communication. I am not a fan of, you know, daily texts after just a couple dates no not I after think, a couple dates no but people yeah. do and you start to feel obligated you start to feel bonded you start to create this kind of superficial yeah. connection yeah. and you do not have to be talking every day I do not need you to ask me how I am in the morning after a first <laughs> yeah like I don't um, know and, you um yes <laughs> listen to your gut like like Claire said, and you will have more opportunity and space to listen to your gut if you're taking things slow and you're having you know, time, time to yourself. And again, do lots of different things um, with people as you are starting to date them. Don't get into a routine or pattern, a rut. These are all just practical ways to slow, slow things down and see if there are spidey senses. Yeah. And, um, like you have the ability to do this and you just have to step into the responsibility to do this. And if you're struggling with doing it by yourself, like that is the time to bring in help, like bring in a coach, bring in a therapist, get like, put your team together. Mm -hmm. Like none of these athletes we see killing it on TV or whatever, they're not actually doing it alone. There's like a whole team of people supporting them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's with like anything in life. Like if you want to excel at it, you should bring the right support system in around you and like I have like a couple clients who you know they hired me because they're like I kind of know that my friends don't give good advice and my family doesn't have like a good like they never learned how to do these things you know and it's like I love them and they try but it hasn't been working you know (laughs) they try (laughs) yes and Um, coaching around starting to date again is so fun and it's so effective. And uh, I think it would probably be a really good option for someone who's worried about taking in, you know, wounds from their last relationship Mm -hmm. into the next. And with that, I will just say, you know, do know that it's your responsibility to figure this out. It's not your next partner's responsibility. Um, Yes, you can have conversations about maybe, you know, some of your quote triggers around certain things, but you know, you have to learn how to trust again the other person isn't there to teach you how to trust. Yeah. (laughs) I know that's controversial, but I just, I really think we need to come back to the personal responsibility. Yeah. I mean, personal responsibility. We're not saying that your new partner shouldn't be receptive or be trustworthy. Um, those things, yes, definitely, but they shouldn't be like 
teaching you how to do it for yourself. Yes. Like, I think it's something you find like in yourself. And then like, as you start dating again, you, um, you may like at times feel it slipping away or weakening. Um, and that's when you need to like put in the effort to like bring it back to yourself and like reaffirm that. Yes. Um, anytime it feels like it's slipping, but I think, you know, you do, uh, you have to find it for yourself first. Yes. Yeah. A thousand, a thousand percent. Love it. Love it. Love it. And as we are often, often saying, learn, learn, and learn. Use this experience of being quote cheated on or having cheated as an opportunity to learn about yourself. What patterns do you have in relationships? Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself attracted to certain types of people? Mm-hmm. What will you do next time? You know, what might you want to change as far as how you show up for your partners and relationships, um, you know, communicatively, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is, this is your time. This is your opportunity to learn and grow. And the more that you, the more you do that, the more you will, you will be able to, I don't know if I'd say shake it off, but you will be able to move past it. I assure you, this does yeah. not define you. This is not going to control you forever. You, yeah. you can, you can move past it. I promise you. Yeah. It's just something you experienced once. You yeah. Know? Um, so, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Let us know. Do you agree with some of our points? <laughs> Did something ruffle your feathers the wrong way? DM us, let us know if you loved it and you're here for it. Leave us a five-star review. Um, And also, we will see you at the X-Files live Q&A recording for Valentine's. And you Um, can... um... You can challenge us. You can challenge some- us there. Yeah. Bring it, so bring it into the let's talk about forum. lap sitting. Uh, yeah. Lap sitting turned out to be divisive. Um, oh, you know what? I have to say I had a more, more fun with this episode than I thought I would. Yeah. And I think maybe for that reason, it's a very mm-hmm. interesting topic. I love the fact that people have different perspectives on these things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fun. It hard, um, doesn't so. it? Yeah, it makes it, it needed to talk about like it's necessary <laughs> to actually verbalize and don't just assume that you know your partner uh defines these things the same way you do because uh chances are maybe they don't yeah there's um, gonna be some some differences for sure yeah exactly so yeah we hope you've enjoyed it and we will speak to your ears again very very soon and we love you bye, bye. Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.